0: Um, I've been faffing about a fair bit uh, trying to (laughs) record this and I keep tripping over my words so I've just thought oh well I'm just going to record it and it comes out as it comes out Um, because I've been thinking about um, all the stuff we've been hearing about flattening the curve and getting past the peak and avoiding future spikes where the virus itself is concerned Um, but there are other peaks and spikes going along alongside of that that are also really, really important for our health and wellbeing and our mental health. Um, and that is that we are in such a huge period of uncertainty and change that there are parts of our minds as human beings that find that quite difficult to cope with. Um, we run basically most of what we do on on a series of patterns because we learn how to do something until it's familiar and then we sort of run it on autopilot. So what our mind does every day is it seeks out the familiar and goes with that. doesn't matter whether it's good, bad or indifferent, but it is, as long as we know what it is we're supposed to be doing, we're, we're pretty well okay. What it has though is a basic equation that says if it's same, it's safe and if it's, di- if, if it's different, it's dangerous. So you can imagine then, at the moment, with the amount of change and the amount of uncertainty that's going on, how our brains are struggling to deal with that. Because in those situations where different equals danger, what our brain does is it sets us up to run away from the situation, fight whatever is presenting us with danger or hide until it's passed. Um, to a certain extent I suppose some of us have been hiding until we hope it passes but we've still got all the uncertainty so we're not able to run away from the uncertainty we're not able to fight the fact that we may have lost a job uh, we're not able to fight the fact that we may have lost a, a member of our family we're just sort of in it um, and what happens when we can't fight or flight or or run away is all the um, chemical response from that just sort of gets stored up and comes out as anxiety and anger and depression Um, and you can see these spikes at the moment as they happen because we had a very big spike um, when we all went into lockdown Um, and that was taken care of to a great extent by the fact that people were very consciously being very positive and you know also of getting community spirit and all this sort of thing, but that's been going on for a while now, and people are getting a little bit tired. And the, the level of uncertainty hasn't gone away, and the amount of change hasn't gone away. So every time there's a new announcement, um, you can see a spike, and it's visible. I mean, you can see it on social media, or you would look on any platform. Um, you can hear it in the news, you can hear it on the radio, you can hear it when you're queuing to go into the supermarket. Every time there's an announcement of any kind, there's another spike. In, in anxiety and in, and in anger. And one of the reasons I want to mention this is because like the virus, that is also quite contagious. So when we have a, a spike of anger ourselves or, or anxiety and we straight away launch that into social media and maybe discharge some of that feeling from ourselves, we're then giving that on to somebody else then going to pick that up and pass it on and pick it up and pass it on and pick it up and pass it on i'm not saying that we should deny that that we're feeling like that quite the opposite i think we need to own it uh but just not discharge it other people quite so much um it's, it's not massively helpful um and the main reason i wanted to put this out is because this situation Is going to go on for some time in as much as we're going to be in a period of change and uncertainty for quite some time. Um, The way the first announcement of the changes to the lockdown went, you could see how different people's reactions were affecting them. Either um, people were angry because they didn't get the change that they were hoping for, or people were anxious because they thought there'd been too much change too soon, it was too risky. Or even if people got the change they wanted because they were worried about their job or want to get back to work, they then have a new set of uncertainty because we don't know what that's going to look like. So as we take a step forward, as we take each step forward towards the end of this and to whatever post-COVID-19 life looks like, each step of the way is going to have change and uncertainty attached to it. So there there are a couple of things that you can do pretty simply really um to help flatten that particular curve um and avoid spikes in that level of of anxiety anxiety nearly said that anxiety and anger um one is i would suggest that you limit the amount of news that you watch just because the news doesn't change very much at the moment so it it, it tends to be whatever gets announced at tea time Um, on one day stays the news until tea time the next day so if something in the news has caused you to feel anxious or angry uh, maybe not keep feeding yourself the same information over and over again um, because it's sort of not helping and the other thing is it's a bit like counting to 10 I think really is uh, just think before you post pause before you post um onto social media you know are you posting it because um it'll lighten somebody's load lighten somebody's day are you posting because it's information that you really feel that people need to be aware of or are you posting just to discharge your own personal discomfort um and what i'm suggesting if maybe if it's three and you're just discharging your own personal discomfort you find a different way of doing that um keeping well I know it sounds corny but keep it active as much as as much as you can um, and control what you can control um like i say our mind loves pattern familiarity so not everything is out of our control at the moment um so identify what is in your control and control the controllables um so that's it, I think, for the moment. So just be aware of these emotional spikes, be kind to other people, be kind to yourself, um, because that part of our brain that does this, it, uh, it's faster than, than our logic. So you can be purposefully being as positive as you can possibly be, and then suddenly you'll just get a spike of this very quickly because that part of your brain responds quicker. So just be aware that this happens. It doesn't mean that you're stuck with it. You know, once once you've had a little spike of it, you can talk yourself around and think more positively, etc, etc. But just be aware that, you know, it's going to happen because there is so much change, so much uncertainty and not everybody's going to peak and spike at the same time. So you might be having a good day. Somebody else might be having a rubbish day and this is what being kind to ourselves and being kind to each other is about for me it's positive thinking is not about being in a great mood and being all happy clappy all the day long it's about understanding that our emotional processes happen and sometimes it's a bad day and then you'll get over it it's, it's like a headache will slow you down for the day it's not going to slow you down for the rest of your life and it's the same with these sort of emotional spikes. Thank you.